You all right, Robert? I don't think anyone <laughs> heard that. I think it ended before, but I feel like I got aftershock sneezes after that. <laughs> it looked like you pissed your pants. Dude, that sneeze, I was trying to I was trying to end it before the recording and I feel like it left leftovers. I'm so excited to review this movie because I'm so excited to hear what you have to say about it, Robert. Okay. Can't wait. Because I feel like I feel like I trashed the last movie. And I but feel the last like movie was was uh the the wretched. Uh-huh. Okay. And I feel like you yeah, the wretched. And I feel like you, Robert, would probably have liked that movie better than this one. Interesting. Uh they I think the concept two completely is fucking movies, and I don't find this like this was more of like a Don't give a I don't, reading. I yet. didn't even get like super horror from this. It, I don't think it was meant for horror. I feel like it was more thriller slash psychological thriller. Yeah, I th- I think Devo hit the mark there. I think it was very much psychological thriller. What's the movie, Victor? Uh, Velvet Buzzsaw. Which there's only one buzzsaw brought up really in this movie outside of the name. I I thought it was so cool how they brought up that concept of the name and then they never readdressed it. Yeah. Outside of well, I don't want to say anything on in terms of spoiler wall. Okay, I'm not going to break the spoiler wall, but what's this movie about, Victor? So, I'm going to say is Okay, but you're I'll, right, I'll, Rob. It does say horror drama for like what it's labeled as. No, it does. Psychological thriller. But 100%. I'm, I don't think it's that psychological though. It's all right in front of you. Okay. This I mean, there, there's that too, yeah. But Okay, I got, I, got, I, got, I got it. This movie was Zoolander meets Final Destination. Zoolander <laughs> was like kind of funny. Meets Final Destination. This movie wasn't this one was really kind of, funny, though. This was Final Destination. Same concept. Yeah, but... Same concept. But the movie, when you bring up Zoolander, I think of like, it's kind of like cheesy funny. But, this wasn't funny. So Zoolander was satire of the fashion industry, and this was satire of the L.A. art scene. Okay. And like I said, I read tons of But it of started in reading. Miami. That confused <laughs> me. That really confused me. There were a lot of things that confused me. There were so many storylines you could have removed from this movie, and it would have been much better. I don't understand how they were in Miami and then got back to L.A. See, I thought of like Devil's Wears, Devil Wears Prada. I thought of of that as well. I think they threw that because in you, there. You know when they they were talking about they went to the Miami art show and there was a big banner that said Miami Art Show. That mm-hmm. building looked like the L.A. Convention Center. So then, when they went back to L.A., I was really like confused because they were all but from it, L.A., right? Can but I talk I about think... something completely off topic really quick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I don't know if you've ever watched the show 911. No, no, I have not. I, for some reason, Tacoma Fire popped in my head. So 911 is based off of LA. Mm-hmm. So they had, an, they had one episode where there was a convention center and a, a like walkway of walkway that's used by workers collapsed and killed or like basically trapped people. The convention center that was used was the Ontario Convention Center, which isn't relatively close to LA. Yeah, no. That tripped me County, out so though. bad. Sorry, that I just had to bring that up. It's just my squirrel moment. Uh you said like didn't make sense why it was went from Miami to LA. I don't understand how on LA fire would show up at Ontario. I I think I understand why, but I don't know if it would end up being like a spoiler wall type of situation okay let's drop our review then before we we break the spoiler wall we'll just talk about it what do you give this movie robert okay so actually the funny thing is when i first thought of it i'm like ooh, i'm gonna give it a 3.5 then we started talking about it and i had some thoughts i'm gonna give it a three that's fair enough i think it's 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 an interesting movie there's just like so many storylines that i'm just like what the fuck was the point yeah. Like you had the the like bye guy. <laughs> you, right? You mean Gyllenhaal? And then yeah. Gyllenhaal gave an amazing performance. He did. He but did. it was like 
it was just weird. Like, why did he have to be with that? Like, what was the point of his relationship what? with the female? It had no, like, they have no feelings. Uh, These people no. in this industry have no feelings. And I think that's the point. And I, I think you're... Do you think that's why? Is so, that why that relationship even existed? I think they're making fun of the art industry. And I wouldn't okay. be surprised if they were saying people in the art industry are gay to be part of the scene when he really wasn't gay. Or or he was trying to be straight to be in the more... like, Or he was gay so that group. he can get more money. Like being so like... In that... I, I, in that uh, what's, what's it called? <clears throat> But I feel like nowadays every other female artist is gay. In in like the music world. And then Lizzo, I, Lizzo. I, <laughs> okay, you can go there. But, um. <laughs> is she gay? I don't know. I just thought it. <laughs> she's like been like the like most discussed person as of late. But well, okay. Miley Cyrus was had her bouts of bi. I think when you're that young, you get thrown into like that kind of popularity, you get really confused. Look at like Aaron Carter. <laughs> no, I'm just saying like, look at what happened to him. He went like, he became a drug addict, like had no money. And then his brother's still kind of rich. You looking for another whiskey to grab? I Go am grab looking, one, Victor. And I was thinking Broken Barrel, but all of them look sealed. No, most of them aren't. Grab one. I'll, I'll grab one. But the one, one thing I want to say before I grab bottle whiskey is I, I read reviews that other people post on the movie after I watch it. And a lot of reviews was like, I work in the LA art scene. Well, all these characters are spot on to somebody I, I physically know. I could see that completely. Um, so I, I, so it's interesting because a couple of my complaints are things that like, shouldn't be a complaint this movie you like to really make sense of the whole movie you have to pay attention to at least 95 percent of it yeah you definitely you do distracted. i had to re-watch the movie because i watched it while i was slightly distracted uh-huh. and like it would have worked for like the last eight movies we we've reviewed <laughs> true it uh, didn't work bit, those were one. a little bit more predictable this one at least like it, it leaves if you miss something you you're you're kind of feeling yeah left out and i and i think that was part of uh the theme behind the movie itself too um did did victor give his cuz wait or were you on your review, rating it was me it was me um, okay. i only so gave victor my had... review no not yet uh, so Victor's looking for California Oak, but he can't find it. I don't know if I have California Oak, Victor. Yeah, just pop it open. It's 88 proof. I forgot because he was born in 88. Um, So, like, it's kind of like a complaint slash not super complaint. But I, I, I don't know. It's just an interesting movie, interesting concept. I just don't know like it was just confusing and it didn't like i could see this being satirical if you were in the art industry but not knowing the art industry it's kind of like i think it's a serious movie but you had malkovich in it anytime but he was also in red malkovich and 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 how was he in red though he wasn't a serious character in red, but he's, he's just a good actor is the thing. He is. He is a great actor. He is. Um, it was just an interesting, it was an interesting movie. I liked some parts of it. I just, I feel like it's, it it's a six, 60% on to, rotten tomatoes. It is. I, I feel like that's a little generous too. Do you? Yeah, I do. I think so. What, okay, what was, so what's your rating then? Okay, Vic? yeah, I, I give it a three. I I respect. I think that's a little generous. I I think it is generous <laughs> though, but I respect the film. Okay, so like we're in this new era of film, right? Like you're not going to make 
a movie unless it's a blockbuster because people don't go to the movies anymore and DVD rentals aren't a thing. This is Netflix original though, right? So if you're going to produce an indie film and you're going to take a risk, you're going to do it as a Netflix original. And I feel like they, this movie gives indie film vibes. They took a risk and it just, it didn't play out. Like they're, they're trying to be the next bird box. Right. But you, you can't, you know, that that's one in, once in a blue moon. And I, I appreciate the risk as a movie watcher. I, I feel like they took a risk. Is this Brokeback Mountain meets? I definitely got that type of vibe too. <laughs> I never seen Brokeback Mountain. I haven't either. I've only seen this scary movie take on Brokeback Mountain. And it, it's funny because. <laughs> That's what scary movie four? I think uh, three or four, yeah. When he's like, hey, give me your nuts. I want some nuts. And he like goes around to grab them from the guy and he's like, I want some peanuts. He's like, do you say penis or peanuts? Yeah. So it, what's, uh, what do you think? I, I, I think a three is fair. I, I think we, it was an indie film vibe that took a risk. The risk didn't pay off. I think there was a great performance by, by Jake Gyllenhaal. I think that, I think I, I I wish there was more black comedy. I feel like the black comedy parts were pretty good. And I wish there was more of it. And that's what I was hoping that there would be more of it. This is a horror drama. It, yeah, but there was black comedy and there was. And I, I thought it was funny. Yeah, I agree. Okay, so I gave it a three. I think the the it was an interesting concept. Victor, you gave it a three. You I'm, liked some of the acting. You liked the concept. I'm but surprised it you gave it came, an interesting concept because you loved the last movie because it was original, and this was the Final Destination ripoff. Yeah, but not quite. What do you think, Devo? What did you give it? Um, for me, because I, I I was kind of between a three and a three point two five, and I'm leaning more towards a three point two five. Uh, mainly because um, there is the aspect of like you do have to kind of like pay attention and I like that about uh, you know uh, thrillers that are more like psychological like um, oh shoot what was uh, seven seven great one um but no, I'm I'm thinking of the one where nineteen eighteen wasn't that a war movie that was like no what was on... that that movie with the uh, it was a room number nineteen eighteen oh, no, or was, something like no that. it's not nineteen eighteen it's fourteen oh eight fourteen oh eight same shit yeah nineteen eighteen um, you just remove a line <laughs> and add three <laughs> wow dude that's right. good what remove the line add three you yeah thought about that I actually didn't but yeah. Fair enough. Um, but I, I don't know, like the the idea of like I I did I too had to watch it a second time because I wasn't paying attention fully the first time. Okay. Um, and I picked up on a little bit more of what like the theme or uh like what you were kind of supposed to be getting from it. Uh, okay. the second time through. Okay. Um. But I, it's not like I like regretted having to watch it a second time. So I think that's why I was like, you also have a lot of time on your hands. Well, yeah, right now I do for sure. <laughs> but to to your point, the same reason that you really like it is is something that kind of annoys me, right? Because <laughs> this movie really doesn't pull you in, right? Like, there are movies you'll watch and you have to pay attention, but it pulls you in. Let's break the spoiler wall. This movie doesn't really... It didn't pull me in well. And it may be because it's not quite my genre or, like, my scene. Like, if it was about distillers, might well, be the, a different story. Okay, spoiler wall's broken. Go, You can you can say what you want. <laughs> oh, okay, so uh, I, th- I feel like the reason they had brought the audience to Miami in the beginning is to set a precedent of 
the art pieces that were getting sold and for how much. So um, what was it? Mimics or whatever the, the ball or the sphere was, was sold for millions of dollars. We don't find that out till like halfway through the movie, but it was sold for millions of dollars. And that was the, um, uh, what's it called? Benchmark for uh, the galleries to make more money than what the sphere did. And how are they going to find that off of some random art that I have no business understanding it. I don't know what, what they were seeing in it, but it obviously it made was, some money. I think a lot of the art, I think to your point, Victor, I think like, that was the satirical a lot of it was satire. Like it was literally just a painting of an old man. And it's like, Oh my God, this is incredible. You're like, what the fuck? No. And that's the thing with art. That's kind of annoying, right? Like most things you can set value to based on what you see, what you know, but art has like this intrinsic value that is based on what people set on it. Mm-hmm. See, and I, like I said, I, I read a ton of reviews before, before we do the podcast. And that was somebody's gripe was the art isn't good enough to be real art, but maybe like you said, that was the satire part of it. Yeah. Right. Like the art wasn't that great. And I want to agree with you, Robert, where this movie is all over the place. Dude, it's fucking it's it's a it's a part time job trying to keep up with this fucking thing. Like you don't get enough backstory on why the artist cursed. Yes, we true. Don't get a, and there's really no ex, there's an ex- explanation, but not really. I I don't feel it, like the 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 tension and the drama between um, Moth and that girl, Josephine. We don't get enough of that. We don't get enough of the drama. No, it just kind of, and that's why I said it's kind of like these people don't give a shit because he's just like, oh, I can't believe you do that to me. Oh, you're a terrible person. And then it like, it's gone. And then well, again, and- the, the artists don't even have that much depth into their storyline. And I feel no. like they were supporting characters. And, and, you, and you're you talking know. about the, the black guy that was, um, had the gallery that Josephine had made fun of in terms of it being out of a garage or whatever. I never saw his fucking art. Did we? No, no, not that I know of. Yeah. Like that's kind of disappointing, but see where I think it's cool. Like the art industry is kind of like shitty and cool at the same time. Right. (laughs) Cause you have these people that tell you that this art is perfect. And you're like, I don't see it. Yeah, you look at like Scream or um, a Midnight. What is a Midnight Dream? Uh, oh, I see what you're talking about. Y- yeah, I know like what you're talking about. Like, how is that considered perfect? Or and those like are like the- literally, you know, millions upon millions of dollars of mm-hmm. value. And then, and then on the flip side, there are these super generic things where it looks like someone just splattered paint and people pay tons of money for this shit. Now, is, like, it, new age. is it, is it legitimate people thinking it's art and blowing it up because of hype or is it money laundering? Could be money laundering. Could be I don't, money I don't laundering. think you're wrong. This is this is like jumping off a of movie topic, but well, kind of on movie topic. Well, but especially going off of uh, uh, what's it called? Well, if it was in an auction, I I don't know about galleries though. If it would be money laundering, like I don't think I don't care who the fuck painted it. I don't care when it came from. There's nothing that is worth. More than a thousand dollars that's gonna go on my wall. I I would there's I think there's and then you're not gonna use because like if you're if you're buying a thousand dollar whiskey like you're gonna be using it you're gonna yeah be I'm gonna be enjoying it, but... the fuck out of it like a thousand dollar painting on my wall like I can buy a print of something really cool and put it on my wall from Target. 
Yeah, but these True. people were buying investment pieces. Yeah, but there's only so this is the thing, right? Like art is only valued as much as someone says it's valued. I mean, that's that's anything. it's like our fucking dollar. That's anything. Well, and and but so you that, know what I'm that saying, was, like, that was the underlying uh, theme of the movie itself. Like, don't let yes. greed take away from the art itself, and that's why you have Malkovich. Uh, doing his own random designs in the sand for the ending credits is because he got back to his roots of doing art for art. I love that concept because I'm a firm believer. Like if you love to do something, don't do it for money because you're going to taint it. And that's exactly what he did. Absolutely. That's like a, what's that? What's that guy? The, Oh my God. But like he let, he's he's a well known artist, but he like will not sell his art. What's his name? You guys, I think he not was even of... known. He was known for he put his in the in the uh, frame of his painting. Banksy. Banksy. Oh yeah, Banksy. Like that is. Fucking badass! It, it was a self-destruct device, right? In the yes, framing? it was. It had a shredder in the in the painting. But I love graffiti art because nobody's trying to sell it. No one. They can get arrested for doing it, right? It's strict. Like these people. I mean, when, when I say graffiti art, I mean art. Like it's art. it's attractive. It doesn't take away not, from not someone slapping their gang sign on the fucking yeah, yeah, side yeah, yeah. of the fucking yeah. railroad. Yeah. Like there's value to it. There's talent. Yeah, you know, like like Obey, whoever that I don't remember that artist's name, but he was a graffiti oh, the artist. one that started up Obey. Yeah, he the what was it? Uh, um, the, oh, the I giant, can't remember. What was his name? What's on Giant's name? Andre the Giant. That's that's his art piece. It's just Andre the Giant. And you just weed paste. I love to do graffiti. Like that's what I would like. It's cool and like the talent these people have and how they can take, like. I don't know about any of our listeners, but if you've ever tried to paint something with, I, I would much prefer to paint with a brush in like, I'm talking about like doing work around the house. Like I have to paint something. I would much rather paint it with a brush or a roller and paints coming from a, like a gallon can than to paint with a spray can. Imagine trying to get the detail that they get. Oh, they get incredible detail. And they're able to like, they do the splatter shit. They do like where they go from a really wide angle to a very fine point is fucking incredible. They have sharp edges. That's what it is. It it really is. And it's very impressive. So I want to bring up a concept of this movie. The sphere is God. <laughs> okay, um, that's a stretch. Let's is it? Explain it though. Okay, so the well, the sphere uh, is God because it gives everyone a different experience, meaning it it grants them a different experience, just like life, right? And it can take life and it can give life. It can give different experiences, and when you give life, like everyone that's born is given life, right? But when you're in life, you experience different things. So by putting your arm in the sphere or looking in the sphere or whatnot, you are able to experience something different than what someone else would experience. And that's part of being alive, right? But it also had the ability to take the life from someone who didn't deserve life. So that was one of the best black comedy parts. Dude, that was incredible. That was incredible. Where Love they, that scene. They thought it was a fucking art piece. And oh, the kids yeah. are fucking stepping <laughs> in it. Stepping that in was it wonderful. And, and then they're spreading the blood everywhere. Black comedy yeah. at its finest, man. Dude, did you not catch on to the fact that, like, she put her arm in? And, you know, usually when, like, someone's killed, like, the blood's kind of near them. But it fucking sprayed out it's of that hole. It's like the they took holes. a spray yeah. can and they sprayed it out. It was fucking great. That was her arm was cleanly cut off, too. It was pretty clean. It was very well done. And it was, she experienced life in her way. I, I think the other black comedy part that was funny when, when he saw the trash on the floor and was like, oh, this looks this great. Is fucking amazing. <laughs> and he goes, right? That's not art. <laughs> Satire, black comedy, all of all Wasn't all it weird when they had like the, the 
So Renee Russo is like, I think she was walking through like a, it was more like a sculpture type of art when she goes into like the classroom. You know what I'm talking about? She Um, like sits on the, sits on the table and like there are kids like in desks. Oh yeah, and she's yeah, like yeah. the lighting's uh, bad. Con- is this the lighting or whatever? It's just yeah. the exact lighting. Yeah, or whatever. I remember a family watching TV. Or was that what yeah, it was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, the, yeah, fam- yeah. the family she was sitting on TV. like the kitchen, the kitchen countertop or something. Yeah, yeah. And it was just like she's like the lighting is perfect, and you're like, this is fucking weird. And that's like art in general. Art's just weird. Like, I would much rather put a bunch of like live photos around my house than paintings. I think live photos, like from like well done photos, either that I've done or someone else did, because it's it's you're experiencing a situation in in like painted art. You're taking someone's mind and putting it in there, which is completely cool concept as well but like a well-done photo like someone actually experienced that it's like something you saw in a still moment whereas like like a painting is something someone visualized which i would much rather experience it in my like in my eyes or through someone's eyes and then through someone's mind because someone else's mind doesn't always make sense to me. Well, and, and I guess it, it would end up being uh, along the line, you're thinking of uh, more abstract art, right? Like, uh, con- like the, the painter's concept or the artist's concept or uh, yeah, their thought on certain situations or necessarily abstract i'm talking about art where they didn't have a picture to paint it uh, of paint from oh, okay you know what i mean like you have art where it's like a self-portrait where they had a visual of it or they had a picture that they painted of that person right yeah and then you have other art where someone like just randomly drew what they thought was like a house on a hill so yeah, I guess so. I guess I guess you're right because that's more abstract. Like abstract is something that isn't actually based on a real thing. It's based on a real thing, but it's not an actual thing. So I mean, talking about art, like I understand people can draw and create art at hyper realism. But I agree with you, Robert. I think a photo is kind of just as good. Right? Like in a photo's like one percent of the cost. Yeah, right. Like I could sit here and I can draw this picture of you and it looks yeah. exactly or I could take a photo and it's like you said, there's some efficiency here. Right. And I think it's incredible that there are people that can do that, but I'm not gonna pay you a thousand dollars for something I can get at Target for twenty dollars. No, I I don't disagree well, with that. And it and it does kind of bring it back to the movie itself as to like how and why was this unknown artist able to uh, generates that much money for the gallery. Like, and that's what, you know, it's because he became, it's because the prices are not set by the people. The prices are set by the gallery. True. Yeah. Right. They created the false scarcity. They said, yeah. Oh, the demand yep. for this, like, and she's like, well, I'll pay a premium then to get it. And it's maybe that's a satire in that. But we, like you said, yeah. we don't, we're not in that industry, so maybe no. It's tough. It's it's very, it's a very n- niche market that they're really pushing this humor to. Well, and I and I agree with you, Rob. Like, why, why make John Hall gay? <laughs> like, what was the point of that? He's I like one hundred percent think that in that industry, you might people might respect you more if you're gay. And so you're saying he acted gay the whole time. Correct. He was acting gay as part of his art scene. That's an interesting interpretation. You know, and when Charles texts us saying, what the hell am I watching? I think it was the butt scene. <laughs> I don't know if it was, if he was that far in yet. I think it was the butt scene. No, I don't think so. No, I think it was the butt scene. He got in that 
he got on that movie quick. If but that was the case, weird happened. That I thought quick. he watched the wrong movie because yeah, I didn't think I like anything. I, I was like, "Fuck! Did he really watch Stripperella?" <laughs> I swear to God, I thought he watched that. Yeah. So, long story short, for you listeners, uh, so we were trying to get our buddy on here, who's big into movies. He watches a lot of movies. Very big movie list, uh, movie watcher. And we're like, you need to come on to this. He used to be on our whiskey podcast, which is Whiskey Biz Podcast. If you want to hear us talk about whiskey, if you enjoy whiskey too. Um, but we're trying to get him on. And we told him the movie. And he's like, what movie? And it's funny because his his wife is probably the most like conservative. Innocent. Uh, innocent. Yeah, it was probably. Yeah, better yeah, yeah. She's cheated. the she's she's. She listens and, to the show conservative. too. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But Aaron, we love you. Um, so we're like, we're joking around, and I'm like, "Fuck, he missed." Uh, embrace the vampire. Both of them. Vamp you. Yeah, vamp you. Like he missed all these ones, so I'm like, "Oh yeah, we watched the movie Stripperella." Which is, I think, the cartoon version. What I think I meant uh, to say Anderson. was Barb Wire. Barbarella? Barb Wire. Barb Wire? That's the one where she's nude on in the movie. That was the Pamela Anderson. Like It was like kind of like Embrace the Vampire, Baywatch. where it's, there's, it's an actual movie, but people watch it because of boobs. I was like in love with Pam Anderson for the longest time, dude. She was she was hot. She's she's B- before Tommy child. or what? Oh yeah, way before Tommy. But she was poster like child. Watch, yeah, blonde. Uh, yep, she was. You know, good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that's where that kind of came from, and and then I was like, no, nah, I'm just kidding. We watched this movie, and and that's why. It's kind of funny. It's like, did you watch the wrong one? Did you watch Stripperella? Because that would make well, sense. Like, what the I fuck mean, did you I, guys watch? I, I was able to see what he, where he was coming from, where he was like, oh, dialogue is weak and uh, writing is poor. And I was like, well, yeah, the first like 10, 15 minutes was pretty dry. But I don't think like the writing was poor. I don't think that was necessarily a fair take on it i think it was too early but i mean to in say the, the writing was poor i think he was yeah. just kind of throwing it out there yeah but i, I agree so, so like in terms of like the writing i think it's all over the place you know there was a point where my wife was like art can't kill you so she had that moment in there and i i get it the the death scenes were not very creative I don't think they did. No, the buzzsaw wasn't. The buzzsaw was, um, but with Gyllenhaal's uh, way that he went, I thought he was going to get raped man. by that thing, dude. Dude, yeah. that was weird. Hobo man was going to rape him, dude. And then there was the well, whole thing was where, funny, like, he's like, "I'm seeing things," and he goes to the optometrist. <laughs> <laughs> that was. Oh yeah, I'll get my vision checked. <laughs> Well, and, and, <laughs> things are popping well, out. I must. I, and then he's like, "I have." What did he say? He had. Some, said he had some disease, and he's like, "Well, I think it's a." The doctor goes, "I think it's a little too early." Or no, the doctor said, "You've been on the internet, huh?" Yeah. He's like, "I think it's a little too early to say you have that." <laughs> that, um, that was a good one. But, he's like, oh, "You've been on the internet." I thought what was funny. Uh, with the hobo man saying, uh, I can't save you. <laughs> like the, the hobo man was bound to kill him from the get go. Cause when he was at the Miami convention, he was like, Oh no, that this is stupid. Like, <laughs> so I, I, I mean, I, I at least followed that, but I, I, missed I thought that. it was ironic that he, he died I did too. by the hands of the hobo man. Yeah, I don't. But the the interesting thing is, is like art can can like ruin people, right? Because they're like overanalyzing it. Yeah, he kind of mentioned that, right? Like, oh, being a critic is like emotionally, mentally 
physically draining. And I get it. Like you're trying to. Well, it's tough too when people like you're supposed to be the best, but it's an interpreted thing, right? Just like like we we talk about whiskey a lot because we we have a whiskey podcast that we started before this one. And, you know, I, I sometimes think about like how I review things or what I say about things. And it's like, that's just my take on it. What does everybody else take on it? Like, does my view matter more than someone else's? No, but I, I think there's going to be a moment where people are going to realize, you know, like Kevin said on the other podcast, like, I think I relate with Rob. Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, you're going to you're going to experience like. You're going to experience things the same way, just like that's how people get connected and start following people on social media. They're like, oh, I like what this guy thinks. I think similarly to this person. So I follow that person. Right. And I think it's the same thing with like any people that claim to know more than others. But I, I've followed critics. I've listened. I have a friend, too, who we, we just have complete opposite tastes. Fair. And I'm like, hey, how was the movie? And they're like, they were like, I loved it. But so that means you're probably going to hate it. So, I, I mean, I think even if you don't agree, then you might find some of your polar opposites with. And True. True. And sometimes you do. And I think in order to really appreciate things, you have to get both sides of the story. Yeah. And I mean, I I didn't love the movie. I, I I feel like it gave a very goosebumps feel. Yeah, where it's kind of like, yeah, I agree. So I I wrote a a book report on a goosebumps book. I want to say the fourth grade. Okay. And then teacher like gave me a bad grade, and was like, "You didn't finish the book report. There's no ending to the story." I was kind of like, "That's fucking how goosebumps is written." Yeah. Yeah. It's there's like no a ending. Cliffhanger. Yeah, yeah, and I feel like this movie had zero conclusion to it. It really didn't. And I think that's the thing, though, is there is, there is no conclusion to art. And then the guy was like, everyone's going to be street. able to. Yeah, that was pretty funny. He's like, they're like, how much for this? And he's like, I don't know, five bucks. And that's exactly my point. The value is in the, like, the, the, seller's, the seller's mind. The seller has all of the power when it comes to art. Right. So he's selling million dollars of art for five dollars because. Well, and I think it's also where the art is. Well, and does that kill the uh, curse that was on the art? Because it was sold for less than what the greedy people were. No, because it was never supposed to be sold. So that the, the whole thing was, is there were greedy people, right? And people knew they thought that this they could sell this, right? Like this is a very big sales scheme, right? Mm-hmm. They're like, you know, they're selling something that no one knows the value of, or even knows really the artist. And the art was never supposed to be sold, and it was in the guy's like will, basically destroy all the art and i wonder was that because so the spheres god was his art the demon the devil i think you're yeah i I think it's so far into this dude (laughs) is that a bad thing no i I think well think i think think you're interpreting the art in your own way which exactly the movie's telling you to do yeah does it change your score no okay (laughs) i do think though like talking about like when we're we're talking about these movies and you're like, yeah, my friend said he liked it. And I was like, oh, I know this is going to be shit because it was, you guys have opposite feelings about things. There've been a lot of these and there are a lot of these movies that we've reviewed. It's like, we didn't find it. Like I didn't love the movie, my watch. But then once we start talking about it, it's like, ah, damn, maybe this movie is better than what I thought originally. I think it was different. I think they well, took different a perspectives definitely help. Yeah, and I think you need different perspectives because if we only look at things from our perspective, it's very one-dimensional. Literally. Literally. What, what were you um, going to say though, Victor, cuz I cut you off. I'm sorry. 
No, I, I just think that they took a risk. I think they did something different. I think, Rod, like like you guys said, I think you can probably watch this movie multiple times and start to pick up different things. Not like it was super psychological thriller. I think they're just kind of small jokes that we you you might have overlooked. True. Mm-hmm. Now we didn't really touch on this with our review. So if some if you're listening and you're like, ah, uh, we're gonna pass the spoiler wall. I don't know. Is it worth watching? Because there's really no like. Only spoiler. There's only like you already gave up the spoilers. This is Final Destination. Correct. That's a spoiler. Is this movie worth a watch? Would you recommend like this to a I, friend? I think a specific I, friend. It it have to be. A yeah. Friend. See, the problem is, I I think you have you have two types of people in this world, right? You have creative people and you have analytical people. I think you can break down every person in those two ways. What if there's someone creatively analytical? Well, no, I, think I, of, I don't think. think I, I think what Rob's trying to say is that there's left-brained people and there's right-brained people. <laughs> so, they, I mean, kind of, yeah. You like you have people that like English and you are like are really good with English or or their language, right? Language arts, and you have people good at math and science. Generally, people aren't good at both. So, okay, let, let's make it a little easier. On a scale one to ten, how likely are you to recommend this to somebody? I think but you're it right. It depend. depends. It depends on on what they like. Like if they're an analytical person like me, probably like a four. If they're if they're more artistic slash creative person, probably like a seven eight. Wow! Did you really thought uh, of this? I just made that up, but I'm, you know, I'm quick because I have to answer to uh, rich people that make a lot more money than me quickly in analytical ways. So you gave me a number. If you told me to to, like explain it, then it would be a little tougher, right? Like in, in very like paragraphical ways, I would struggle. Okay. So my spectrum is, I'm going to say analytical people, a three. Okay. Artsy people, a seven. Okay, basically the same thing as me. No, you said like eight. I said four, and I said seven or eight. Okay. (laughs) So, no, it wasn't very... Analytically, we were very close. So, like like you said, hey, you're really into movies. Hey, you're kind of a hipster. Jake Gyllenhaal, watch it, you know? Yeah, I think they... I think, like, for me, I appreciated that they tried, right? I appreciated that they tried. Took the risk. They took the risk. It's an interesting concept. It doesn't really make sense to me because, again, I'm an analytical person. I don't think it, it's it's not an analytical movie because analytically this doesn't make sense. Art doesn't make sense, right? But like, that was the premise that... Completely agree because it ties to creative people, not analytical well, people. Well, and, and they, they kind of... Uh, pointed at that as well where it's like uh art speaks to everyone differently like what is this one saying to you and uh when he was in the uh exhibit by himself he was hearing all these voices and then uh the person comes in and goes oh yeah um well he was also going through a lot of shit at that point uh but he was supposed to be listening to like whales having not having sex or something, but it, but some type of like whale Weird call, shit. yeah. And but then he went into a, a, a <laughs> yeah, he went in, he went, he went crazy. Here's the thing that is tough for. So I'm an econ major, right? You guys know that. I don't so, know. If so, our you're, so you're, so you're, but I'm so an econ analytical. major. So uh-huh. yes, I'm analytical. But in econ, you have this. The, the thought of supply and demand, right? And even at extreme costs, there's always, a, there's generally one person willing to pay that price. Yeah. And that's where art falls because there's only one original painting. And only one person can have that original. Is art considered an asset? 
Yes. Uh. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Because it has value. But it, but is but is it, it only an asset to yourself because you put the value on it? There's, that's that's uh your oh my god why can I think your utility? There's specific accounting guidance around art. I could, and see that's that. why we have Minutemen, the movie. Well, also the. Uh, but here's the thing: <clears throat> the juice. Art is a luxury good. Absolutely. Oh uh, yeah, that's true. So, and but what I mean by luxury good is you don't have to have it, but it gives you like this. It gives you this value, right? And a lot of people that buy art don't give a shit what it looks like, but they give a shit that it's worth something. Okay, okay. Well, it's it's a and, I would, and who and who did the art? Yeah, but that that ties to it, right? Like, what? Go ahead, Victor. So I would never pay for a Banksy piece of art. Well, because it would shred itself. One hundred percent. I have a. Banksy coffee table book. Do you? That I probably paid twenty to thirty dollars for. That's that's cheap. But like like you said, art is cool. It is. It's I, I love art and I, I I'll go check out like an art gallery and I'll probably talk shit about ninety five percent of the shit there because it's like, wow, this is that incredible. I'm pretty sure an eight year old could have drawn this. But how much of a rich flex <clears throat> would it be to have a Banksy piece of art on your wall at your house? Like the shredded portion, or the like the just the frame without the <laughs> <Here> photo. <it. laughs> whatever, whatever form of Banksy art it is, like it would be a rich flex to have it on your wall. So let me let me flip the script here, right? Art is what? What do you consider art? I I think any anything could be art, but so I put a picture frame on my wall, no picture in it. It shows my wall. My wall isn't perfect. Is that art? Absolutely. Okay. And that's the and what's the value of that? What's the value of my wall in that frame? Whatever you want it to be. Well, like like you said, art is what kind of value it brings to your life and what it means to you in general. Is a human being art? Absolutely. Can be. Yeah. One hundred percent. Can be considered. Yes. Is it a luxury good? Absolutely. <laughs> uh, depending on... Uh, <laughs> it is. I it could, is a luxury good. I it absolutely pay, is. I could pay for a naked woman to stand naked at my party. One well, flip is side is... And it's a luxury good. Why put a ring on someone's finger? If there isn't a... You, you, the reason you put a ring on someone's finger is in essence both sides put ownership. I was gonna say yeah. It is to something the, that only has a form of intrinsic branding. value. Can I can I can I can I be offensive? Go ahead. <laughs> Somebody there's a type of person that craves to be to wear that ring. Absolutely. It's because they want ownership. Or they want to be owned, <laughs> or okay, whatever the owner can provide for them. Trouble. They want lack of responsibility, meaning they want to be owned. Are, uh, wait, are you are you going the the Tate way or? What? <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll give Tate his credit. That's they, exactly a Tate statement. In. <sighs> We've talked about this on our other podcast where you have like, this is not talking about the movie at all. So if you don't want to hear us talk about things not relating to the movie, go ahead and uh, log off. But thank you for listening. Um, well, he has our, a what's lot what's of our interesting. Next, what's our next movie? Oh, yeah. Is it your pick, Rob? We because do I picked. No, it's yours. Who no, picked Wretched? Oh, I picked the Rob and I kind of did. I, I was the one that said to do it. It's your pick, Matthew. Uh, it was before the Wretched. Shit. Wretched. Oh, it was me. Big Trouble Wretched. in Little China. Jesus Christ. Did Charles like Big Trouble in Little China? I don't think he ever he didn't watched say it. it. He said he watched it. He, he said he watched it, but he didn't say that he, whether he liked it or not. He said uh, Chinatown. Little China well, since Town. We're, since we're in October, you got to pick a... Uh, horror film, yeah. Horror film. 
I think we need a real horror film too. <laughs> you realize we're at the point of the podcast there are no longer seasons. Yeah, I w- was going to bring that up, but I didn't want to kill the the buzz. Yeah, no more seasons. Season um, season three. It's just permanent season three. <laughs> Season are are we are we st- are we sticking at uh, Netflix though? No, pick your. You could do Huluween. You can do Prime. You can do Prime HBO does Prime have Tour. Prime Prime do- and so when we're recording this, uh, Halloween end or end Halloween? I can't remember because we did the the previous one, right? So if we do this one, then we kind of finish out Halloween. <laughs> So Devo gave me his no, login. No, we have one more. Devo gave me his login to Amazon Prime, and I can see all his recently watched, and I see his tastes in movies and TV shows, and I judge him a little bit. Have you bought anything? I, you oh, should because oh I have. God, you should I, buy I have a dildo Mais- and send it to his. Because I have Mrs. Maisel or whatever. Oh, that I watched uh, the marvelous Miss Maisel. It was, and then oh, you're you're talking about the Hillsong shit, huh? There was a no, lot. You already of, told us about that. It wasn't bad, but I I feel like there's two things in this world where I can get a a good judge of who that person is, and that's their taste in movies and and TV, as well as their taste in music. So which one? Wait, which one was it? Was it was it Psych that you saw? And when I like when now I I'm see, now I'm feeling like see, I'm getting defensive. When I see your taste in movies, it's like I get a little glimpse into your soul, <laughs> like. But Rob, so so you're saying uh, Halloween's end is not? Should we go Thrasher? Let's watch my best friend's exorcism. Oh God! <laughs> Good night, mommy. Oh God! Are we doing a scary movie or porno? Uh, those are both scary movies, I believe. And pornos? They might be. I don't know. Well, no, because I, I wasn't sure where Chucky landed in that because uh, Victor, you or. sent you you sent the Chucky, but that's a TV series. A TV series, but oh my god, Hell House LLC! You see that? On October eighth, two thousand nine, a haunted house attraction opened its doors to the public in upstate New York. The entire crew is found dead except for one. Five years later, a documentary crew found her and the video footage from inside the house. Did you hear about that haunted house where they they said that if, if you finish it, you get a fat ass prize? Yeah, it's uh, it's. But yeah. the guys never let anyone finish it. Dude, they do some fucked up shit. Yeah, they're like yeah, rip off their because it, it's it's a lot more of like torment yeah. type stuff rather than horror. They said people they, that at a certain point he'll. Like you have a, like a checklist of do not do this, and if you hit a certain point, he'll he'll make sure he hits those. Yeah, that's why you never tell anyone your weaknesses, because they'll pick at them. I pick out Diva's weakness all the time. What's his weakness? <laughs> the fact that he has to try to. Is it this difficult to pick a movie, Diva? Just like pick a fucking movie. Oh, I thought, Love you, I thought uh, well, someone's I, I stirring. Enjoying, someone's stirring. Let's go Devo. conjuring. Where, where's stirring, the conjuring Devo. playing right now? That's a that's a regular movie though, and it's not playing on anything. HBO Max. Uh, HBO Max. Yeah, we don't um, have HBO Max, Diva. I thought we did. Do you still have an account, Victor? Diva says I do. Do you pay for it? Uh, I. I would get it free with my AT&T account. Scary movies on Netflix. Oh, because I was going to go Peacock with uh, Insidious, the original. That wasn't straight to TV, though, Devo. What about Sandra Oh and Uma? I get We can do that. We'll do Insidious. I, I don't know. Can I tell you how I found Velvet Buzzsaw? I was looking at movies with the Stranger Things chick. <laughs> she in it? Because you wanted to, you wanted to see her. Yeah, she was. The yeah, one she was Coco or Cuckoo or whatever it was. Oh no, shit! Natalia Dyer. 
Um, things heard and seen. Well, Rob, it's hard to pick ones from uh, Netflix because you and I have seen most of the ones that are. Let's do the monsters up there. The Rob Zombie film, The Monsters. Well, Conjuring Two is on uh, Netflix. Oh, but it's not. You're right. It's not a uh, straight to TV. Dude, the wretch does look good based on the <laughs> the poster. The uh, poster art. Yeah. So I won't give you too much shit about that one anymore. Did you do Donnie Darko? Why do I? F- why? Why does that sound familiar? Because it's like a really popular movie with Jake Gyllenhaal. Okay, Devo, you have a what about week his to house? determine this, okay? Well, no, no. How about his house? What's his house on? A Netflix. His... But I don't know if it's uh, dubbed or if you have to read it. I feel like you... I, I feel like it's... it's. A refugee couple makes a harrowing escape from war-torn South Sudan. Can we... But struggle to adjust to their new life in an English town. That one? You guys think you, you want to do a series? I don't know. I okay. was just throwing it out there. Are his house sounds great. We we'll got that. Series? No, we're going to do his house. A 10 episode series? Yeah, that's after Huluween. You're down to do it? What sure, Victor. I'll do whatever you want. Okay. Except for give you a blowjob. That's off the table. Okay, after October... We're going to take a two-week break and watch a series. We're not going to take a break because we're not doing seasons anymore. We're going to do a series, but we're going to take a week off to watch a whole series. You just said two weeks off, and then I got you to one week off. Well, because What's it turned into next time? No three weeks, weeks off? Let's do Dahmer. It's already too late. You've seen we're it? too late to it. That shit's been out for like a month. So? It's too late. I want to watch Dahmer. Okay, then watch Dahmer on your own time. I'm going to watch it on my own time. Can we just add it to the, the season? That's not how this podcast goes. Because you're going to forget about it by the time you... we. It's so hard to do series. It was fun. I had the best time of my life doing a series. <laughs> One at a time? No, Devo missed both those episodes. What do you guys think of the influence We're doing instead? his house. We're doing his house. All right. His you already house. made the decision, Devo. We're doing his house. We're doing Rob Zombie's Monsters. That's next. You can pick that one. Rob Zombie's Monsters. No, we aren't doing that. Well, thank you guys for listening, putting up with us. We appreciate you guys. Uh, If you have any questions or concerns or requests, you have a straight two TV. Two is the number, right, Victor? Do you actually keep up on that, that Gmail account? Yeah, I do. Okay. Is it straight to the number two, then TV at gmail.com? Yep. Reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you guys. Uh, we have some social media, but I don't know if anyone follows it anymore. This movie has 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. His house? Yeah. It has a 6.5 on IMDb, I think. It does, but 100% Rotten Tomatoes. 75% of Google users like this movie. Okay. I'm I'm intrigued. Color me intrigued. Uh, if you want to know what we're going to watch the following week, we are going to be watching Rob Zombies and Monsters. <laughs> we're going to be watching Hell House LLC. Then Rob Zombies Monsters. No, that's going to be after Halloween. It's Rob so then it Zombie. goes into it doesn't fucking matter. Dude, Rob Zombie is just shitty music and shitty movies. Wow, dude. Say that to Rob Zombie himself. The fucker will probably kill me, and then I don't have to worry about it anymore. But his, and then he'll put it in a movie. Yeah, he'll, he'll put me, him killing me in a movie, and then I'll be insta famous. Then Whiskey Biz Podcast and Straight to TV will be incredible because you be, you guys will play off of my death, and uh, you guys will make it. You know, you guys don't even really have to do much. You just I love how you circle back right to on the my movie. coattails again. You circled back to the movie. Yeah. Your death would increase the value. Yep, exactly. So you guys uh, have any final thoughts? Nope, just um, true ninjas wear socks with sandals. You know it.
because I have strength. It, it makes me look like a turtle. Turtle feet, like uh, Ninja Turtles. Turtle, turtle. That's my <laughs> master of disguise. Yeah, it is. Okay, we'll uh, catch you guys next week. See ya.